Well, we could talk about uh, what we expect and CES. We got to talk about CES. Being but we already used the Consumer Electronics Jam as the last, last year's episode. Well, it can be Consumer, consumer Electronics Shit Show this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Boom. And people and then will get the connection. We talk about the block phone if you want. Yes. We talked about it like literally as soon as I joined the podcast. Really? That's and how now, long ago? And I should have just ordered it then. Yeah. This is know. the phone that Owen was always like, this is vaporware, right? Or was yeah, it? Yeah, but here it is. Well, it exists the, now. <laughs> bezels are one of the best parts. How long did you wait for the light phone? No, okay, I'm going I'm to make fun of that <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Way too long. Yeah. 14 uh, months, I think, 15 oh months. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. And the whole time I was like, no, I'll do this instead of the black phone. And I, now I have the black phone. I should have just gotten it. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. You got there. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can talk about that. And then um, should we go – those two are good. And then we could talk about uh, what we expect the biggest thing this year will be. PlayStation uh, 5. There you go. There's your take. Okay, don't spoil it. <laughs> Mine is not that optimistic. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 125. A podcast that looks at tech and how it shapes the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me are Frederica Motti. Owen Williams. Hey, it's a Hello. new year. It's a new year. Twenty whole decade, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. New decade, new me. <laughs> How do you say twenty twenty? Is it twenty twenty or is it like two thousand and twenty? Like, what's the official? Oh, that's even better. Ooh. I was gonna say twenty twenty, but I want to just like start saying like twenty. Nice. Like, just get it started. Like we like, had. Do you remember it used to say like ninety eight? Yeah. Well, for oh, the people so in our right. audience that are old enough. 99. 99. And we had to stop because like 05 sounded weird. Yeah. Or you, like you, five. you're not going to say five. Like, you're not going to say 11. <laughs> you remember 11? Back in 11, I used to, you know, it like sounds weird. But like, I feel like 20, we can finally start. Doing that. You know, back in 20, in the summer of 20. People do say 2020 here in the Netherlands, but it's usually... 2020, which is a lot, which yeah. translates into 2020, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, we can't hear your, your printer, but it's going. How's the weather, Freddie? It's um, kind of great. I haven't been outside yet. I haven't Spring. been outside since. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, since when? Huh? Since I What? No, this since I went home for for after celebrating uh, New Year's, I didn't have. So you've been, been outside once this whole decade. Yes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. I love it. I went to the store, and it's like I think a lot of people are like in that period between holiday and going back to work and they've yeah. just like blown out for the new year or they've been away because the city empties out quite a bit yeah. over the holiday break. And so it is chaos outside. Yeah. Like on the streets, it seems normal, but like inside the grocery stores, it is awful. I do. Yeah. I like, and I went a couple times and I regret it every time. Everybody's just like in the, in the morning 
mood, yeah. basically. So I, I did basically the biggest act of self-love in 2019 for myself ever, which was stuck up on groceries before nice. the new year. Oh, you're wise. <laughs> oh, you're so much wiser than me. I went to, I Chris, I went to the supermarket on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Crucial mistake. It. And, yeah. but, but then I did the thing that you're supposed to do when you're an adult, right? Learn from what? your mistakes. So uh, I, I didn't do my grocery shop for New Year's Eve on New Year's or like old year's yeah. day, I guess. The panic shop. But like the day before that. So that was nice and enjoyable. And then I also did enough groceries. So I didn't have to go to the supermarket yesterday or the day before, which is great. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, me too, actually. I don't have this much foresight. Yeah. Oh, and how's the weather in Toronto? It is a balmy seven, believe it or not. It's actually oh. pretty. It's pretty good here. Um, it's nine here. That's close. Yeah, yeah, it's it is usually a lot colder, but it hasn't snowed for a bit, so I think it's just like unseasonably warm. Although it's going to snow tomorrow, so who knows? Same no here, snow. though. I mean, it's nine degrees still, and it's like January. January is like the dead of winter, right? I think yeah. it's because Australia is heating everybody up, team. So uh, <laughs> that, that fucking hurts so bad. The oh, whole no. Australia thing. Yeah. Hey, positive, positive thoughts to all of our Australian listeners. Yeah. Fuck if that if shit. you can yeah. online, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like crazy over there. Yeah. But did it's I bad. did I like see uh, news articles that say that like even New Zealand was is impacted? Yeah, because of all the smoke. Fucking We're not that far away from them. No, they are, though. I thought I saw someone show a map to compare. It's like London to Moscow is the distance from, like, Australia to New Zealand. But it does also happen that London and Amsterdam color red because of sands that come from Morocco. Really? Oh. Winds are weird. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. And you'd get crazy sunsets. Yeah, everything was just, like, post- it looked like Tatooine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, it looked like something from Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, something about Star Wars. Yeah, something um, about it. <laughs> have you watched any of this stuff? Yeah. Mm, I watched the, not this latest one, but the other ones. So you watched the Baby Yoda stuff and also the uh, new movie. No, I don't watch that. I, oh, I, saw, I saw all of that. And nobody what, got time for that. <laughs> well, The Mandalorian is like, um, it's pretty good. It's um, probably more exciting than the movies. Have been. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> yeah. um, however, it's like, I, I mean, it's weird because it was the only reason I kind of kept my my Disney Plus. I almost said Google mm. Plus, my Disney Plus account mm-hmm. since. You know, I think they did a pretty good job of like right before your 30 day free trial ended. Yeah. They released a TV show that was actually good. <laughs> um, so once you've binge watched all the movies you'd missed from the Marvel bullshit and then had watched all the like live acting versions <laughs> of the movies you grew up with as a kid, once you got through mm-hmm. all that stuff, you were like, okay, I can cancel it. Yeah. And then they released a pretty good TV show. So I don't. It's sort of like how HBO kept trying to attract us with new shows as soon as Game of Thrones ended, because it was the show that kept so many accounts active. They, like, drop Euphoria the next day, and then a bunch of other stuff. And, like, Westworld, and there's, um, uh, what's that other show? It doesn't matter. Um, 
Oh, Watchmen, that's the one. Yeah, well, so, I've, I've heard a lot of people that Watchmen is like a really, really good show. Even people that aren't into like superhero shit. But, and also, I am not into superhero shit, but the Watchmen mm-hmm. movie is like one of my favorite superhero movies ever. Oh, hmm. really? I'm not yeah. a big fan of the Watchmen movie. But really? Different, really different like tastes. So apparently that show's really good too. I haven't caught up on that yet. But so Disney Plus is like, I'm curious what they're going to have to drop next week because they just ended the first season of Mandalorian and they announced the second season, but like I could cancel and right. start an account again yeah, next well, year or whenever it comes right. out. Hmm. Cause so they don't drop it all at once as well. Right. It's like one episode a week to keep people subscribed. It's like the yeah, anti Netflix. Yeah. Like, it's like normal TV networks, yeah. HBO and all that. Mm hmm. It's just funny that like their strategy is the opposite of Netflix. Like Netflix is like, give you all the content in your face at once. Yeah. Like people will decide. Yeah. I rarely um, think of canceling that as well. Like, which is interesting. Yeah. Netflix it, is just part of what I like to be there. Yeah. I'll pay Even, for that and Spotify without canceling. Exactly. Talking about content and Netflix for a little bit. I want to touch on um, Don't Fuck With Cats. What? Have you watched that? that? No. no. This is a this is a this is such a good Netflix documentary series tip. It's a three-parter. Okay. It's uh, every episode's about an hour long and huh. it's about a true crime. Oh. Um, oh, it's like and, catfish. And no. And how no? the the internet is <laughs> with this. So, it's basically okay. I'm trying to I'm going to try to sp- tell what the story is about without spoiling it too much it's 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 about a case um of a guy who started posting videos where he tortured cats that sounds awful freddie and an online facebook group started uh to kind of like do detective work to figure out Mm -hmm. who this guy was and then they show the whole thing so they show it from the perspective of the people that were looking for him online and then also show it from the perspective of the police Hmm. and it's a true story which is interesting and this all happened like uh between i think uh 28 and 2011 or something Hmm. um so it's pretty recent but it's, it's really interesting to see um how um social media and being on the internet has shaped and changed crime fighting as well. Interesting. Like all those Reddit communities as well, uh, for other podcasts, for like podcasts that have solved crimes and stuff. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's really, really, really interesting. And it was, it's a gruesome, um, topic, but, and Mm -hmm. they show parts of every of the videos, but they don't show any actual thing. Oh, interesting. Which is fine, which is nice, because I don't want to see cat, cats being murdered on Netflix. Yeah, this is interesting, because Netflix has so many, like, originals that are good at this point. Like, it's just kind of wild. Yeah, well, um, it's a really good show. Uh, it's not only about cats. It progresses into way worse things. Oh. It's so it's really interesting to see. I've got a content recommendation as well. Oh. Um but the problem is, <laughs> I, I can't remember the name if it's rotten or broken, but I think it's rotten um, because I've just been watching that. Oh, my goodness. So why are we doing content recommendations for 2020? It doesn't matter. It doesn't um, matter. Can I say one, one thing yes. while we were talking about Mandalorian, though? Yes. Yes. 
just a um i feel like that was disney plus's like attempt to find yeah. a show that has as many oh, interested sure. people as like game of thrones uh-huh. and netflix has a similar show called the witcher that oh. for me was talked about as much on Which my social media yeah. networks. I kept seeing it on my social media networks as much as I kept seeing like baby Yoda stuff and the Mandalorian stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I've never played the video games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's based on a book originally. I just know that there are video games. Yeah. I knew about the video games. <laughs> it's like the guy who plays Superman in the latest version right. of Superman that I didn't think like any of those <laughs> movies were very good. Yeah. As much as I tried to like like Aquaman, like because mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. a big Aquaman fan, it it just wasn't like none of it was that good. But I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll watch it. So I just finished that season this morning, and it it was okay. I mean, The Witcher. Yeah, mm. it was it was fine. I I don't know that. I mean, it was it's very similar to Game of Thrones in that mm-hmm. it's very like. Um, male gazy there's lots of like female nudity and and uh. violence to try and like meet the level of hbo and i don't know if that's the arms race that these platforms should get into yeah mm-hmm. that sounds a bit weird i, I don't know it, it was fine i don't i don't know that if if everyone in your life is telling you to watch it i would tell you that you probably don't have to waste your time but <laughs> If you liked it, I get it. I get why you liked it. And if you didn't like it, I also really get that. So I would say it's just fine. I thought it was really smart. (laughs) Hey, but I thought it was really smart because from like a content perspective, but also from like, um, so we've talked, we touched on this a little bit in the previous episode, I think, or at some point we talked about this, where (laughs) I see this trend of uh, video games becoming more intertwined with um popular culture but also with advertising and so the series the witcher that is on netflix right now is uh based on this video game Mm -hmm. and if you look at the steam sales for for the witcher game those went up so much because the witcher 3 is definitely a game that i've I have played like literally 20 minutes of it. I haven't played more yet, uh, but it's definitely the game that everyone brings up when the, when you ask them about their favorite games of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to now bring out this show is like such an interesting way to revive people wanting to play their game. Because I think it's it's a semi-old game as well. It's, it's like not a new... Oh, uh, yeah. It's been out for a few years. Exactly. So yeah. on the on the one hand, I think it's interesting that they brought out a series for, mm-hmm. from a video game. But on the other hand, it's, I think it's so smart. You saw a similar thing to, do you know what Monument Valley is? Yeah. yeah. So Monument Valley got like featured in a, in a big show at some point. I think one really? of the characters was playing Monument Valley. Um, yeah, it was House of Cards. Exactly. Huh. And then the download, I mean, this is obviously not a thing that um, us two or the makers of Monument Valley uh, orchestrated, but um, I saw a talk by um, the founder of us two and he was telling about the impact of that little cameo, basically. Uh, to the downloads of Monument Valley and it was insane. Like it was literally mm-hmm. insane. So I'm wondering like is something like the show of the Witcher 
uh, gonna do a similar thing, but then orchestrate it instead of just a lucky, you know? Mm. I think I think that's a really good segue, Freddie, because we were talking right before the holidays about the the Star Wars Fortnite thing. Oh my yeah. god, yeah! It was like humongous, and apparently had some. There was some part of the story in this latest movie that was revealed. Yeah, in the game that was mentioned in the like pre-scroll at the beginning of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Whoa! A- apparently, something that's mentioned in there happened in Fortnite. And yeah. it was the only way you could see it. Huh. I don't think you needed to see it to watch the movie because I watched sure. the movie without seeing it. And it was giant franchise crossovers. But that's, yeah. but that's also so interesting because I could imagine the people who did watch that in Fortnite feel so much more like included into the mm-hmm. whole Star Wars thing. Oh, and th- sure. that bit of inclusion that like I know more than the rest of all the people yeah. or I was there literally like the, I was there feeling is going to be stronger and stronger in video games. I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Like in-game events. unprecedented for sure as well. Like Second Life has tried to do that for years or had tried to make that for years. And then like the, Fortnite just went and dropped mic'd on it. The problem is that Second Life is mm. feels a bit gross. Yeah, it is. And like, you know, that's, that's like where 13 year olds get picked up by old dudes. Oh, for sure. You know, this company is actually still existing and profitable. I found out the other day. Um, Yeah. There's something gross about it. I don't know. It's pointless and gross and weird. Uh, And probably also a lot of people made a lot of great friends on there and it's probably a lovely community on there as well. But like, if I think second life, I think, ew. (laughs) Yeah. But basically what Fortnite has achieved is what second life always wanted to. And I think that's why the comparison is interesting because But they, Second Life felt like work. <laughs> right. But Fortnite didn't, they just saw that opportunity. Yeah. But they didn't try to make that opportunity, which is what I feel right. is what Second Life tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always too. Yeah. It feels forced. Totally, yeah. It was. And it's interesting. I was trying to figure out okay, who do you think paid for the Fortnite crossover? Star Wars or Fortnite or Epic Games? Ooh, Star Wars. You reckon they did? I don't know. I was thinking, I thought at first Um, maybe. I think it's Epic Games, to be honest. Yeah, I wondered, because I was trying to think who benefits the most. I think Star Wars is the only one who would have paid. Hey, but but also don't remember that Epic Games is owned by the Chinese government. It's not owned by the Chinese. It's just a small sliver of it. Are you sure? Yes, Tencent owns a stake in Epic Games. Just like they own a stake in Warner Brothers and all those other uh, things. I said, um, a lot of people are always on about how yes. Epic Games is owned by the Chinese government. Yeah, it's because uh, Reddit doesn't like Epic Games, and so they're trying to spread like this whole. Um, it's because Reddit, uh, Epic Games is trying to kill Steam, and everyone's angry. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I was trying to figure it out. I was like, who would pay in this scenario? It wouldn't have been free, and I think you're right that it would have been Star Wars because Fortnite has an audience that is directly reachable. And why yeah, exactly. else do that? But and like, they're a bunch of young boys, and they are the young boys that they want to be yeah. fans of their Star Wars shit. Right. Forever. Can I ask a question yeah. for people that have played Fortnite? Yes. Are there other brands that have shown up? Yep. Like Lots. NHL. Skins and stuff. For- NHL. Um, they do takeovers. John Wick was one, actually. Uh, so you can, there was a special mode for John Wick, which is actually like come back a bunch of times um there was there was one other one as well i feel like these brands are paying for that not the other way around i think you're right at first i was like kind of like 
assuming that it was Fortnite paying to get them into the thing, but you're right. I think their audience is 180 million or something. Like that's more than Star Wars without ads. Like, yeah, I, I think that if sense. it hasn't, I think that if it hasn't already happened, what's going to happen next? And correct me if I'm wrong. If it already has, is you'll have Star Wars skins that you can buy, yeah. and that money goes. You can, to you can. Or a portion of the money, and, then, and that's, by the way, they're so expensive. You can buy a, um, you can buy a stormtrooper outfit. I'm pretty sure it's 22 Canadian dollars. Holy shit! I think that's that's a lot. Yeah, all the skins <laughs> cost a lot. It's like it's wild how much money they're making. But skins people. cost a lot anyway, and it's yeah. funny how this works, right? So I'm quite invested in this game, Rust that I've been playing. I've been tra- yeah. talking about it. I've seen that Owen tried it over. Yes, New it was Year's. really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really really hard. Anyway, um, um, and this I I bought this game on sale, right? I bought mm-hmm. it for seven euros. What? Um, and I was like them some of these skins are more expensive than seven right. most of them aren't but mm-hmm. the special ones the christmas ones they are um and then i was thinking like does the fact that i didn't pay that much for the game is it gonna make me not want to buy skins hmm. or is it gonna be like yeah but i saved basically 20 euros so i can use that 20 euros on skins <laughs> so are there skins in the game yeah oh i didn't know a lot um but they don't what I really appreciate about it is that not pay to win or there's no specific perks sure. or anything about that because that's that's the that's the ter- territory in gaming that I kind of hate. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Where I it mean, becomes pay to win. And I understand it and microtransactions and everything, I understand it from the developers. But then from again... From EA's perspective, yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing about Skins and Rust is that they, they are made by uh, the people who play Rust. Really? Huh? And then you can sell them. Cool. if they okay, get accepted in game really cool. it's like so people have to kind of yeah but then people that play the game have to vote them in and then you what? can buy it yeah that's crazy i love it it's really cool huh well that is awesome i think i'm not good at rust you have to invest a lot of time into it yeah i was i i enjoyed it but like it is one of those things that you're like what do for the longest time you need a team that's yeah, it. it sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, video games. Are there going to be any new video games at the CES? A, oh, I was going to say Age of Empires really? 4, but um, that's later this year. Speaking of CES, other than games though, no, I think we won't even, <laughs> we're going to see consoles there, but we probably won't see many game announcements. Like I think the PS5, uh, Sony and AMD are holding an event next week. Yeah, so, Sony you know, is going to show a, a preview of the PS5. I hope so much that it looks like that V prototype that went around because it's just absolutely hilarious. Wait, you mean the one that looks like a... It's like, like a five, a, like a, flat, a robot. A flat building in like... <laughs> yes. like a 70s flat building. Yeah. Um, it's so I funny. Feel, I feel like it looks like one of those um, like uh, mechanical vacuum cleaners that you yes. push around yes yes that like, like a, like a doesn't have an engine in it you just like push it on a uh, back and forth on the carpet and it picks yes. up shit. you know so what the you weird should thing Google about the prototype it? if you haven't seen it I, yeah, yeah i'm looking I'll at it right now show. okay i'll put it in the show notes yeah yeah the, th- the weird thing about it is that it's weirdly sexy i'm into but, it I'm, I'm weirdly into it but it's also weirdly something you would find on your attic from yes. 20 years ago yeah or yeah 30 exactly years ago. like retro cool Yo, it it's, has like Sega retro. vibes. 
Yeah, it's got exactly. old console vibes. I really yeah. so the Xbox they revealed that before Christmas, and I thought that was really awesome. Like it looks yeah. weird and from the future, so I'm very curious, like what PlayStation's players because they've had hit and miss console design for years like regardless of what's inside it like the ps3 was like this weird bulbous mass and then the ps4 was like a chonky boy when it first came out and now it's all small it's like yeah they do that weird thing where they release the console a second time with a different outside yeah Yeah. it's sony loves that shit but no it's also the same thing as what apple does when they bring out like the phone with 8 gig memory and shit yeah they make it green uh, but they also brought out a pro version this time, which I, I was almost bought that on Black yeah. Friday. I didn't buy anything on Black Friday, but so, I almost bought the PS4. What, and what then is interesting what's next year. is when I saw the PS4 for the first time, I was like, okay, that's something I could imagine in my yes. house, right? Yes. And with the Xbox One, I didn't really have that. But yeah. with the Xbox X, which oh, I think is so cool. Dama's name. Oh, do you mean the I, Xbox Series X? Yeah, fuck off. But you know they renamed it, hey? After people complained, and it made it worse. It's just the Xbox. It's just Xbox now. Which Xbox? Nobody knows. It's just the Xbox. You know, the the, Xbox. The rumors rumors when it was (laughs) called Siri X was Series X, not Siri. Series X was that there would be other series that would come out within the months to follow. I believe that. There might be a series, and they could go one direction and brand them. It could be the Call of Duty series, mm-hmm. or they can go another direction and do like the halfway mark where or they could have been Xbox Star Wars. Like, you, just seemed- you know what needs to happen in game console, but also in PC land. Someone like someone needs to hire that person that changed um, nil nil paint like nil varnish shades yeah. from like two oh five to cool names like. Barely blue and I don't know off white <laughs> and like yeah. so like they need to hire that person who did that and like do something cool with all these naming things and maybe Apple needs to be on that as well because like what the fuck right. is up with like tennis x whatever ping pong table like come on mate like how how are we supposed to say series X? We went to the. Sephora store when we were in Seattle for the holidays mm-hmm. and um, uh, the Fenty Beauty line is there and they've got really great names for all their products. Exactly. Especially, yeah. The, the different colors, the different shades of all their products have really clever names. So they just need to hire like Rihanna to redo exactly like, names. Yeah. And, for <laughs> sh- and it needs to be Rihanna as well, because uh, when this whole uh, makeup shade name thing came up, what happened was that uh, they also started naming their foundation colors. And for darker skin tones, it was always something food related. Hmm. And, and for lighter, it was like nude. And it's like, yeah. well, that's, that's like saying normal. Yeah. Normal. It, it was like, like this is skin color and that's mocha. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, like, what are we on about? Like, it's that's wrong. Yeah. So we need Rihanna to do this because she knows. Yeah. She knows um, what's up. You know, I think you're right, first of all, that they have a very big branding problem. And I also think I was just re-watching the Xbox Series X thing. And like I we you should watch it if you're listening and you haven't seen it. Rewatching it, I'm like struck by how like weird it is that there's a DVD, like a Blu-ray dr- slot. Like it just it's 2020 and it seems really odd. I know why it's there. Gamers yeah. want discs, but like also like 
it seems like including a CD-ROM player at this point. Like, right. No, but like, also, uh, honestly, I I quite often joke about this when yeah. when, for instance, when you get like uh, when you take a lot of analog photos, when you get them, right? Uh, you sometimes you get a CD still, right? Like, oh yeah, right. And then I there's always someone who's like. Oh my god! Like I don't even have anything with like a I don't. CD drive in it, <laughs> and like the only thing people can always say that they have is the PlayStation Four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm. I know that if they removed it, like the gaming community would go nuts. But it just feels hilarious. But I also quite like that there is at least one product around that still has this legacy <laughs> exactly. thing because wow. we have tons of CDs still. Yeah. I mean, it's not that undifferent from the ports on laptops these yeah. days. Of like, Apple is like, "Hey, USB C," and <laughs> uh, you know, if you buy a different company's computer, it's probably got an older USB port. It's got both <laughs> because yeah. they're pragmatic. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, I, I was just struck by it because it's interesting. Because like, I would say I imagine that this generation, like a lot of games, will switch to download. Oh, the, in the next decade, but people still want the disc thing, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and total tangent, but I also think um, maybe in this decade we'll see an upsurge of people wanting and buying CDs again. You reckon? I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Because in general, um, CDs have better sound quality. It's definitely mm. better sound quality than vinyl, and people love sure. that shit. Yeah. And, the re- and the reason why people love vinyl is not because vinyl sounds so great because it doesn't it looks cool it looks cool it's fun to collect the album art right. is so big all those things yeah but i think because we had a decade of people buying vinyl i mm-hmm. think we're gonna go- come to a point where those boys or and girls grew up and th- thought actually i want a sound quality yeah um from cds you just get a better sound quality generally than from right. say spotify Sure, yeah, yeah. You have to subscribe to Title for Google. <laughs> yeah, um, and also, also that thing that like I can't for some f- stupid as reason not listen to Dr. Dre because he's not mm-hmm. on that on uh, Spotify, and really? I refuse to get the title. It's on Apple Music as well, right? Yeah, yeah. That's you know wild. what I mean? I refuse to have like f- three or four uh, subscriptions right. because I want to listen to the specific. You know album. your comment about like. CDs becoming retro cool. I wonder if it'll become retro cool with the generation. Like I grew up wanting vinyl because it was cool and kind of retro. And like I grew up in the nineties and now like two thousands kids, you know, CDs are a throwback. So maybe that is the thing that will drive. (laughs) How weird is that? Right. I think that plus the uh, audio quality and also just like the nostalgia of having like a CD player in your house. I'm just so on the fence about this stuff because I love all of this, but I just like, things becoming digital at least has the benefit of not having somewhat of, of a physical yeah like that part of it and right. i but that's also the part why i think it will make a comeback because people right. the more everything becomes digital the more people feel like they want to own something yeah they they miss a connection to some physical good like browsing a record collection yes you know, like that's what i did when i grew up uh or a cassette collection in the 90s even yeah i was gonna say i grew, totally grew up on uh, cassettes first right well, and with the change of mediums, we sometimes lose stuff. So, right. like, there's lots of bonus content on DVDs in those menus yeah. that you don't get on Netflix. Or, yeah, you it's, know, on, it's on Disney Plus, weirdly. <laughs> or, yeah, if you buy a movie on iTunes, it's it's usually there. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. yeah, if you watch it on Netflix or whatever, YouTube, yeah. you, you kind of have to search YouTube for that bonus content, those, like, interviews that are 
hidden. And so it's one of those things that like if that content's only available on a DVD or a Blu-ray mm-hmm. player, I can kind of understand why people want to watch it. Yeah. And people yeah. love things that are slightly re- more rare as well because everything is so available on the on the internet, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about, like, I, I know this is a slight tangent, but, you know, on uh, Netflix, how they take away shows and they take away, like, certain stuff over time. Ugh. It's interesting to think about what will happen on Spotify, like, in the next kind of decade because, like, will they just get run out of space? I know the constraints aren't as much, but will they be like, eh, we're just going to remove Taylor Swift's discography because, like, nobody listens to it anymore? Like, how will that work? Yeah, how and you I, I can't imagine them. it would go well, but I also think that that will happen at some point. But it also happens from artists sometimes. I remember oh, yeah. Tom York went through a phase where he was just like, I'm just going to put all my music for free on my own website and I'm just going to uh, get it that. off of um, Spotify. Because right. he was like, I don't get it. Like I get, I get barely anything from Spotify. So right. I might as well just give away the great quality version uh-huh, on my uh-huh. own website, you know? Yeah, it is interesting to think about. And like I had I had this thought the other day only because um I was I was like trying to remember what bands I liked and then I remembered I have like this giant MP3 collection on my like NAS thing and you can hook it up to Sonos. So I went and did that. And then I was like, oh my God, these are the bands. And it was just like this weird realization that like I do actually own music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But also doesn't it, doesn't it feel totally different that you picked it out and decided to put money. Right. To get it over like, oh, I listened to this thing on Spotify and it recommended me something else. Right. And I don't even know, I don't know what the last album was that I bought. If I'm honest, like I haven't, installed itunes for a long like i don't want to <laughs> don't even want to check i got rid of i banished that virus <laughs> i mean i'm not saying cds are better because yeah, they're, yeah. They're, i also like got into a bunch of m- music that i would have never gotten into if i if it weren't for spotify mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there is something in that like nostalgia of um right i don't know i can imagine that um that there this decade is also going to be one where people just stray away a little bit more from the internet thing and everything being on there yeah i get that sense too it's like one offline experiences (laughs) right exactly and this totally fits that interesting i would say oh and itunes doesn't exist anymore that's just music music it exists on windows i'll have you know (laughs) Oh, I thought they got rid of it. No, you can you can install it from the app store, but I don't know why. But you can. Oh yeah, Windows. <laughs> yeah, you can also get the Netflix app on Windows if you haven't discovered that yet. Yeah. Offline mode works. I don't know like why nobody talks about this, but that's like a big reason to buy a Windows computer. Same offline Netflix. Chrome OS. Yeah, Chrome yeah. OS has the, the oh, Netflix really? app. See, that's yeah. I think that's a good sell. Sorry, I totally segued us into CD-ROMs. We should. Let's what talk else? about CDS, please. The shit show of the decade the first shit show of the it's decade. the shittiest okay i'll start this with saying i've been to ces so i can say this i don't know like there's no news there first of all ever really like it's never anything consequential everybody's been pre-briefed no idea why these tech outlets bother sending people to be honest other because than it's like it's fun it's a it, new year's drinks it's like know, having this network like, thing it's but it's so actually expensive. not fun and it's it isn't fun I, I it was a really intense horrible week and like you spend your whole time inside casinos getting hawked like stuff from AliExpress. Like the, the latest news is that CES has decided to invite Ivanka Trump as the <gasps> keynote speaker. And they did it at such a late point. Yeah, like Christmas they Eve. Knew, they knew that these companies wouldn't be able to pull out. Oh, 
You're so it's right. So close. And, and it's so, interesting because Gary Shapiro, the guy who is the CES CEO, is <laughs> very much in the Trump camp. And like I've met him. He's very like intense and religious and like he doesn't care if it's contrarian because it's like his own thing. And it's very interesting to see how that's reflected in him choosing <laughs> a horrible. Like last year, we're like more women at CES. And now everyone's like, not that right. one. Like, right. oh, look, no. It's the like more female prison guards. It's like yeah. not the right right type of progressivism so yeah and i think it's really i i honestly don't know what i would do if i was one of these companies so imagine you're the main sponsors and your logos are just up behind ivanka trump while she's talking i would here's what i think will happen i think this might be the last year yeah i mean that image is going to get around imagine if google's a co-sponsor i know they're probably not but like yeah. Imagine they decided to sponsor it and it's just their logo with Ivanka Trump in front right. of them. And they probably did not want that. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just like, it's a bit weird um, as a person. Like, it's just so weird. I don't like, of all the people, there's so many other people, even like other shitty people they could have picked. Like, it's just. I mean, so what, weird. what does she have to do with CES anyway? Uh, I, I think that Owen nailed it as like conservatism. Like, yeah talked last year like giving them a stage they were of um taking the, the the cs prize away from the female sex toy company even yeah. though in the past plenty of male sex toy companies and those weird right. vr humping booths and all all Ugh. the booth babes like all of the problems they've had um i think that once enough people last year were like we gotta we gotta cancel CES. You know, we have to stop going. We have to stop covering yeah. it. I think he just leaned into it. He was like, "Yeah, he, yeah, he is that kind of guy." Like, uh, just so you know, we're recording this before CES has happened. So. Isn't it next week? Right? I was gonna say this is seventh. Yeah. Okay. Because I was I was feeling like the, today was Monday, but then I realized that it's just because I'm going back to work today and it's Friday. Are you going uh, back to I, work today? Well, work being like. I hope my boss isn't listening, but like, I'm just going to look at my emails from home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 No, but like, I mean, um, if, if, if your boss is listening, I hope uh, he's doing the same because that's oh, yeah, what no. you, that's what you're supposed to do when you go back to work on a Friday. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to be doing the thing, just doing, <laughs> doing the basics. There is no, there's no off. other work to do. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Unless you have like a deadline scheduled, like I actually have one on Monday. That's why I'm checking my emails. No, it's uh, yeah. That's we have arbitrary bad... deadlines because we have conferences and stuff. So like, oh yeah, okay, get ready sense. for it. Anyway, I feel like no one should do conferences in January. No, there's no conference <laughs> in January. It's just like it's in. I think it's there's one in February and one in May, and you know, it's like even if it's in February, you have to think of it. Same as May, it's terrible. Software development takes time. <laughs> That's true. Yep. So I like I'm not even expecting anything really this year out of CES. Like there's a few, you know, there's always like the TV trends every fucking year. I feel like the drone trends also. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like drone DJ- trends like the saddest of trends. DJI and what a, the other larger, I don't know. I don't even know who plays in that game because I don't care at all about drones, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's what CES has like that going on. Right. Yeah, it's just like that kind of stuff. Doesn't Las Vegas host a lot of those drone racing competitions? Oh, yeah. They have those like indoor drone racing things. I mean, it's, it's CES has become like commodity electronics show. Like it's like 
TV vendors hocking their wares, drone vendors hocking their wares. There'll be like some laptops. I've heard like um, that. Uh, I don't know if you read about the Intel Project Athena stuff last year where they were like harder, faster, longer. But yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> laptops that are better. Um, and I think there's going to be a bunch of those at this event. So we'll see. It's like Ultrabook 2.0 kind of thing. But I just don't, I don't think it's necessary. Like Intel could just like drop them that week without even attending and everybody would write about them anyway. Like it's not. I think and maybe even people would have more probability of writing about them if they yeah. weren't at fucking CES. Well, that's the thing. Because CES is just like, um, you really <laughs> have to be loud and outrageous to get any attention now. Like it's just a waste of, you've really con, con, like journalists are constrained there. You're not going to get more than 10 minutes of their time. Yeah. Well, and doesn't Intel have their own conference? Oh yeah, but like I mean, they love I mean, slathering it around. Yeah. Intel was well, like been has like a really long track record of being thirsty to be like interesting, <laughs> like the sticker thing, and like look, it's Intel inside. Like nobody gives a shit. <laughs> um, there were these really weird bar ads a couple of years ago when I was living in the Bay Area. Uh, the like billboards in the subway tunnels, and it was like uh, it was for Qualcomm of like you don't know us, we're in your hand every day and it was like it was really weirdly worded you don't know like us that. but we have a monopoly on phone chips yeah oh, oh that sounds so terrible like you don't know us but we're in your life sounds like a stalker that i really don't right know. it's just like yeah you can't get rid of us you're stuck with us and please be aware of our brand like you don't know me but i'm in your pocket i feel yeah. like those brands a good a good pr wow that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, those brands would be well served to not talk about themselves like just if people didn't know they exist i think that's a better way to do it but it always becomes like please be interested in us yeah. i wish there was more news about qualcomm right now because pocket monster would be the best show title name <laughs> <laughs> you call it that you, you do realize that uh pokemon is basically yeah. pokemon okay, okay. That, yeah, that's why that's the joke yeah beautiful yeah. speaking of um, pockets Phones, Zach, you have well, what I was to say, with us. Did anybody get any hardware over the holiday? <laughs> I didn't buy anything. <laughs> okay, so it's it's the third of January right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just received the block phone. Block B L L O C if I can spell it right. <laughs> I talked about like this. Thick. <laughs> I talked about this two years ago almost uh-huh. on the podcast when it was first coming out. And um I, I, I pre-ordered the light phone instead, waited 15 months, was extremely disappointed with it. So that was fine. I was like, whatever. It's just a phone that sits uh-huh. on my desk for my US SIM card. <laughs> and then um, just before the holiday break, I dropped my Pixel 3. Classic, yeah. classic Zach. I have broken the back glass on every single Pixel device I've owned. Wow. Oh, except my Pixel book. That, is, that was good. <laughs> Did not break that. But my first, first gen Pixel, both Pixel 2s I owned, I broke the back glass on both of them. And that was only, you know, the back glass is only about an inch on the hmm. top of the back. And then the Pixel 3 is uh, all glass on the back. And I, mm-hmm. I broke that too. So I was like, damn. And I don't know what happened in my head, but I was like, I wonder what the black phone's up to. And they've done a ton of cool software improvements since that first sort of, as Owen would say, vaporware release. Um, and I looked and it's, it was 300 euro four to six day shipping. 
Hmm. I ordered it while I was still in the United States. It just got here today. So it was a little more than six days, but you know, the holidays. So like, yeah. I don't, and now they're running a 30% off. So they sent me a hundred euro back. So I spent 200 euro on this phone. Mm-hmm. Um, it runs Android, but has their own launcher and own skin on the OS. So it's like a custom fork of Android. Mm-hmm. But it's normal Android enough you can install any Play Store app. That's cool. So it's pretty good. But some of the cool parts of it is that it's got this minimal UI that's for the launcher. So you unlock the phone. Everything's grayscale. Mm-hmm. And it's got tiles for the apps. Oh. And underneath the name of the app, it's got a little time the amount of time you spent that day in the app. So interesting. Sort of digital well-being taken to so like, like much more in your face. Yeah, exactly where it should have gone. Right. And then if you long hold on any of the tiles, it opens like a little detail view about how much storage and data the app has used. Um, and then how much usage time you've had, you can toggle between today and last week. And then you can do some like other stuff with it. You can change the color of the icon and you can lock it. So you have to use your fingerprint to, or your pin code to open the app. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, Hey, I'm trying to like cut down on Twitter. I darken the tile. So it's less prominent on the screen. You can even bury it in a menu on the launcher. There's like categories that you can customize and then you right. can make it so like, Hey, as soon as I open it, I have to put in my pin to open this app. Right. So pretty cool stuff. And then you can swipe uh, one direction and it's like a, they call it the root. It's almost like a chat bot. You can like hit the weather and then it like, it like pops up a little weather thing. Interesting. And then uh, you so can they're ask making it all stuff. this custom software on top, which is interesting because right. like most companies are going the other way now. Like right. remove it all because it's a huge pain in the ass to maintain. How much did you say it was? Like two hundred bucks. It's like two hundred euro, three hundred normally. If you spend three fifty nine euro without the the current holiday promotion, mm-hmm. uh, you get the phone plus one year. If the phone gets broken, they send you a replacement phone. Wow! So it's fifty nine euro for a second phone. I did not opt for that because I'm. I know I've broken a lot of phones recently, but uh, <laughs> I, I do think that it, I, this will last hopefully a couple of years. And when it breaks, I will probably want whatever Surface Android right. phone is out. So, yeah. But the coolest part about this mm-hmm. is what they call the tree. So if you swipe, <laughs> which sounds like a really, it sounds like the circle, like the, yeah. the secret the weird social club. Um, you swipe from to the right from the home screen and um it takes all of your conversations across telegram whatsapp facebook messenger instagram dms sms and phone calls and groups them by person so for example frederica if you texted me normally or in whatsapp or in telegram and then sent me a image in Instagram DMs, they will all look like one conversation to me. Oh. When I reply, it's going to come back to you where you sent my, my last message, or oh. I can select which one to send back. This is what Windows Phone was supposed to do. I don't know if you remember yeah. that, but they had the Friends Hub, and it would be like via Facebook. Via It was like the coolest idea that didn't work, and I am sad that it didn't become more of a thing. 
Like I hate using so many apps. Like it just makes me crazy. Right. Right. And they said more are coming. Skype supposedly is coming. Skype still exists. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping for signal, but you know, yeah. I can also use the Signal app because it's still Android, so that's not. I feel like a you would deal. like Wire. Um, <laughs> remember, we talked about Wire was, was the app that was draining my battery, even though I never oh, logged yes. in. Yes, that's it right. sketches me out. So, nope. yeah, and they 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 also have group messaging, so I've got that's awesome. you know our Telegram group. And so, anybody can it be bought anywhere in the world, or is it just Europe, or is it what's the? So right now, their website says that they've got the list of supported European carriers oh. and it says like big asterisks. Like we don't know what <laughs> carriers are supported in your country unless someone has tried it and let us know. Oh, or we've okay. Tried it on as many as we can. So here's the ones we know are compatible, uh-huh. but like, Hey, order at your own risk. Like <laughs> it might not be compatible with your carriers because we're just a small right. Berlin based company. Uh-huh. Um, That's there's wild. definitely something incompatible with this mode and instagram because like a couple of my chats just say not available in block mode Uh so i don't know if it's because someone sent me like a like they a heart reply or a photo via instagram or you know there's some feature that's not translating but yeah i kind of expected it to be a little buggy with facebook you know yeah, it's interesting because it's just like a company that came out of nowhere and I'm wondering what their plan is in terms of like yeah. long-term revenues, kind of in the same way that Fairphone um, right. went about business. Like it's cool to make something cool. Now, how do you make your business last next year? Like right. follow up, the the original one is the novelty and I like I like the original ideas, but I'm curious if they end up like selling that whole skin OS bundle as a thing for like other phones or something. Um I- I would say like they definitely have a privacy skew because there's right. a whole thing when Very you're installing. German. There's a desktop app that oh. lets you like re uh, like update the firmware and stuff oh, on wow. it. And um, there's you when you download the next version of update, you can choose if it includes Google services or not. Interesting. And then like the default is like DuckDuckGo comes with the phone, a different maps app that I've never heard of. So they're definitely like trying to be like, hey, maybe you want a phone that's not all Google, mm-hmm. everything. Like, obviously, it's based on Android, but they strip Google services out if you want. Oh, interesting. And then, obviously, with, like, a, a there's a care for digital well-being and it being grayscale and having timers and all of this. So, right. they're definitely going, like, an anti-Google or a more privacy skew. Right. Yeah. It's a little German. Like, that's their jam. It's very German. They love that shit. I'd assume we're probably going to get new hardware next year, if I had to guess. Right. Right, because the camera not so good. Right, I mean the speaker. Which is like, how can you release a phone without a camera that's like great these days? I guess you can get and do it if it's a novelty, but like, it's. I mean, what did I expect with the two hundred euro phone? Like, yeah, true. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll get a camera for a change. You know? Yeah, interesting. I'm curious to see if you keep using it long term. Right. Yeah. Just for the. Listeners, I've had this phone for one hour as of <laughs> us talking. So I've really just gotten enough time to download some apps. So yeah, not a huge amount of information. I would say that it has a headphone jack. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a plus. Wow. Oh, and it's got this cool thing where everything's grayscale. And then if you long hold, that's what I was doing wrong pre-show. Oh. If you long hold the fingerprint sensor on the back, it gives you color. 
So if you're looking at your photos, if you're scrolling Twitter yeah. and then you come across an image, you just long press and the screen goes color. Oh, and then you long press again. And the, the opposite of the Pixel one where it like turns on on a schedule, which I like, by the way. People comment on that all the time. Um, I just realized, by the way. Yes. Uh, you mentioning the, the audio jack. That that I am completely, completely kidnapped by Apple. In this. Because I was thinking, <laughs> when was the last time that I even like plugged in an audio jack right for now. something else than like podcasting purposes? <laughs> um, it's also because my computer doesn't have Bluetooth because I fucked up right. when, I, when I buy uh, oh, my motherboard. Desktop <laughs> Bluetooth is the worst, but I know exactly why I made that mistake the first time around. Yeah. I use USB-C earbuds from Google. The equivalent yeah. of the Apple earbuds, the yeah, like wired, the, the Apple ones. ones, right? I, like, I use the Google ones because they're USB C and they plug in that literally everything I own. Um, but I do use the like Apple wired headphones with the headphone jack to plug into my Yeti microphone to podcast with. Interesting, but it's so funny because, like, uh, I, I guess when I got my iPhone eight and I lost my uh, jack, I was just like, right, time to go wireless. And so I bought AirPods, and then I bought my right. Bowers and Wilkins um, noise canceling over ear headphones, and then because I'm extra, I also bought um, the <laughs> B and O uh, on air noise canceling. Bluetooth headphones, which are great, by the way. I would 10 out of 10 recommend those. Uh, the Bose and Wilkins, I think, sound better, but um, they clamp my head like there's no Charged tomorrow. Charged he- headphone podcast. Small small tangent of uh, headphone reviews. No, I love um, it. I love it. But um, I love uh, uh, wireless headphones so much that like, if I my phone them, would have like a jack, I would not use it. I'm so, I hate Bluetooth so much. Like... I, I am on board with the wireless headphone thing and I love it. Like I hate using wired ones, but also like fucking Bluetooth is the worst. Every time, like even if you have AirPods, switching between your phone and your computer Devices. is a fucking pain in the ass. Honestly, That's the thing that drives me crazy. I just keep my AirPods paired to my phone so yeah. I can use them at the gym and I don't right. use them for any other use case. And I yeah. use my over-the-ear noise canceling headphones yeah. on airplanes and when you're on an airplane oh. you can spend the time to bluetooth reconnect to a new <laughs> device because you're on a fucking airplane but yeah, exactly. that as me trying to work and i'm yeah. like got spotify open on a device and i'm ready to go spending the time to figure out like what is this paired to right. how do i get it to switch devices is just not it's worth just it it's still <laughs> weird right like and what's weird is you remember like conference calls it used to be like can you hear me now and it's almost always because of bluetooth now like it used to be just like the connection was shit but now it's almost always like because they'll be like i'm just pairing my bluetooth headphones that's why i'm late i'm like right. oh come on well and it's something i've noticed so i have another podcast where i do interviews and I literally ask my guests not to use AirPods anymore because oh, yes. the audio is atrocious. It's either it's not the worst, but it's either like over a duration of time connected or over maybe a decrease in battery life that they'll start to cut out a little bit about 30 minutes into recording an episode. Yeah. And it's such a buzzkill to be like mid interview, having a really great right. conversation. And then like, uh, no, I lost, I lost you again. I'm hearing some static sound. Just is my your microwave on? Oh like, what is? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm exactly. just like, can you plug in some headphones? 
Yeah, it's it's shocking. I don't know. Maybe they'll get that right this decade. We've got a whole ten years. Yeah. Hey, but I think I think I think we're we're through. Did anyone else get any tech for the holidays? No, Do we keep it I didn't get anything. I bought a car. <laughs> I didn't buy you guys. Sorry, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. No, no new tech for me either. Best for all of us after the buying spree of Surface hardware event. Yeah, exactly. That's enough yeah. for that was enough for me for 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, that's that's a good looking forward. I think we should wrap it up there while we're still uh, relatively chill. And also, I'm very hungry. So <laughs> same. <laughs> like, can I go make toast? Um, but no, I think let's let's revisit CES at the end of next week because we may have very different. Like there might be a surprise. I right. like sometimes I'm optimistic about that. Exactly. And we'll revisit the block phone once I've had some time yeah, to play. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Spicy takes. All right. It does well, look very good, though. I, yeah, I, I like I'm it. impressed. It looks like a fake iPhone. It like, does. The, it does. Like, it's got a photo in the in the notes, like all black. It's it's smaller than I expected. Like I was worried it'd be a little bit bigger, but it's about the same size as the Pixel Three. Um, it's just a little bit thicker. No, not so, the same thickness. Just just before we end this thing, yes. for real, for real, I just want to point out that Owen Williams just tweeted, 2020 should be the decade. We will kill Bluetooth. <laughs> That's true. And then somebody that. was like, replace it with what? I was like, literally anything. Like, any, <laughs> like call it two-tooth. Like, I don't care. Hairdrop. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, Bluetooth is a fucking vaporware thing from the 90s. Like, we should be able to come up with did something you, better, Did you right? see that the guys son the guy who like is named uh bluetooth is named after his son's name is like firebeard or something <laughs> like we could it could have been called firebeard or whatever it is, but, like, i would say um wasn't it hedy lamar that invented bluetooth oh, i don't know no it was some <laughs> dutch guy oh i thought it was hedy lamar maybe some she dutch guy <laughs> the tech behind it yeah i mean why die exists now can True. we do why die anything i don't know yeah. Well, and on that note, thanks for on listening. Thanks for listening. Happy 2020, everyone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Energy levels are up. <laughs> now let's, um, yeah, we'll have almost the same conversation next week, but post CES and post Black Phone. So, hell yeah. Hell I hope yes. Facebook doesn't destroy the planet by then or some crazy something or another um, genocide. Please another side. And thoughts to all of our listeners and friends in Australia and Iran and Iraq and the United States. Yeah, and everyone is living <laughs> in a world alone. <laughs> oh no. Brexit. Fuck's sake. Well, this the world is in a state, isn't it? It is in a state. The first three days of twenty twenty. Yeah. Wow. We live in a society. We live in a society. Hopefully we have good news next week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for talking to me See again. See you on the internet. <laughs> Share Bye. this with me. Join us on Discord. Show notes. Bye, Biscus. Spicy. Bye, Biscus. Bye. Bye.